It's the episode that many have asked for. Markets and numbers, more markets and more numbers. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners. Quite a lineup again. Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, Fettus Red Angus and CBRT Red Angus, Circle S Ranch, DLCC Ranch, Punchy Yields by UPH, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Rebecca Warner, the boss lady, Beck, we have been officially, we are out of prison. Hallelujah. And we're moving around. Reason for it is because of you having the, the C word, the crud, <laughs> the can't, which is going we have awesome, some by great news just in the last couple of weeks. Just to bring everybody up to speed, can I do that, Tigger? Is um, that okay? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, wait, why am I asking you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's Write nice that down. That I did ask you. It's nice that you did. But yes. All right, back to me again. <laughs> yes, cancer. We are kicking it to the curb and have some great news to share with all of you. We heard the reports back from my pathology and such. And they believe they got all the cancer. So it's cancer's dead. to the curb. It is. It is. Just radiation ahead, and then I will be back in the saddle. So it was the opportunity for us to do a little celebrating. I mean, we had to do a little business, but to do a little celebrating. And how did we celebrate? Go to a bull sale. I mean, I mean, <laughs> why, why not? not? <laughs> why not? So a big thank you to uh, Keller's Broken Heart Ranch. And we're going to have more on their extremely successful sale in a little bit but a big thank you to them to Dwight and Susan and and Luke and Katie oh it was host. great you know just to get out and and to see the Kellers of course they have a phenomenal operation but then also to see a lot of our old friends college professors Tigger even some of your old judging friends oh my gosh rodeo friends judging friends it was wonderful and from your sale marketing Ju- days yes just to see just to see people again Get to bid again. It's been how long since we've been to oh a sale and gosh. we were able to go out and bump a few. And we both had to look at each other. Who's gonna who's gonna bid? Who's gonna nod? We almost <laughs> bid against each other. I mean, this is there's no such thing as friends and family when it comes to to the auction sales. But you know, with everything that's going on with Ukraine and and, and we are definitely any of us involved in agriculture in any well, all of us are being affected by I don't think it matters. I don't think it it doesn't really matter what sector you are. It's affecting everybody. Absolutely. But one thing that it seems like it's not affecting is these bull sales because they have just been. Oh, the numbers. They're there. They have been wing dingers. We're going to have we're going to have some more. Just a few. Of course, we can't go on and on and on with with sale reports. I wish maybe we should have one show I, I think that would just be cool that we it was nothing but sale reports i hear what you're throwing yeah, out kind not of, a bad idea kind of an write idea. that down i agreed it's sale, not a bad idea not, two times in one show crew two times so we've got a lot coming up today we've got the numbers the numbers more numbers and the market so stay with us we'll be right back Join me and my team from Neogen over the next few months as we talk about how to improve the genetic package on our operations. We get tips and tricks on how to be more successful with modern genetic tools. Commercial producers and feeders, we now get the chance to change the direction of the future. GGP, Igenity Beef, Igenity Branded, Igenity Feeder, Igenity and Vigor, all from Neogen, and you're going to figure out what program works best for you. Hashtag Ranch It Up. Gelvy, Gelvy Influenced, and Gelford. That's the kind. 
bulls, show heifers, open heifers, and commercial heifer pens, that's the cattle. We've been talking the past couple months each and every week about breeding cattle sales. Well, this one, crew, you're all going to want to mark this one down. April 2nd, Canton, Kansas, Circle S Ranch, Gelvy and Gelford Genetics. Sale books, video, and broadcast online at dvauction.com. Check out Circle S Ranch on Facebook and circlesgelvy.com. April 2nd in Canton, Kansas. Livestockmarket.com is the go-to online marketplace for livestock, horses, hay, and straw. Sales manager Mark Vanzi tells us how easy it is to use. Cattleman can take photographs, videotape his own calves. He can upload them directly to the site. He can sell them private treaty. He can sell them on the online auction. The biggest principle behind the whole livestockmarket.com concept is producer has complete control. The online platform that works without all the restrictions. Livestockmarket.com on Facebook, too. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. Changing things up just a little bit on this episode. Kirk, if he can't figure it out, just wait longer. Donsbach. I call him that for a very, very specific reason, because some days Kirk's phone is ringing off the hook, and I can't get through even on the secret little Tigger line that I have. I can't get through on that one. And then some days... Kirk is just, he's ready to roll. But let me just give you a little recap of kind of how this works. When I'm trying to get a hold of him, he'll say, I'm ready, which means, no, he's not. And then when he'll send me a message and say, "I'm give me just two minutes, little buddy. And Kirk, that's like four days later. <laughs> well, that that's true. But I, I think uh, I think I've also heard that no one whines like a radio guy, right? Oh, Isn't that goodness. also true? Oh, my goodness, look at him zig back. Hey, I'm razzing you. I'm teasing you. I think we have to. <laughs> no one whines like a radio guy. <laughs> I have to razz you a little bit and tease you. I don't want to make light of, of the markets, but obviously we're changing things up a little bit differently because you and I are going to go down the rabbit hole and discuss this a little bit more because obviously the, and I don't know what we're calling it, the war in Ukraine, the Ukraine-Russian war. I'm not sure what we're labeling this one yet. That is on everybody's minds because of, of how it is very much affecting us in agriculture immediately in the short term. And then I kind of wanted to see, you know, Kirk's impression of what we think this may or may not do long term. So um, to start things out, Kirk, how are you? I've kind of dominated. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Tigger, and I, as always, appreciate being here and the opportunity you give me. Do you, even though, uh, you know, you've never heard somebody whine like a radio guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay, Kirk. Good with the bad, Digger. Good with the bad. Let's start with the numbers. I know that's that's. Uh, let's start with that because we're going to build off of that information. As of Friday, March fourth, April feeders closed one fifty seven sixty, down seven thirty on the week. So a pretty big move down. The CME feeder index closed at 156.19. That's down 439, leaving the basis or the difference a positive 307. So, as you can see, futures have sold off more than the cash has. In April, live cattle, they closed Friday at 135.67 and a half, down 622 and a half on the week, with cash trading 140 to 143, down one to two on the week. So again, the futures have traded down sharply more than the cash has, leaving the basis positive 422 and a half to 722 and a half. That's a pretty significant number with futures being discount 
to the current cash market at $7. Weekly slaughter came in at 658,000, a very good number, up 11,000 over last week. And boxed beef only traded 395 lower in the, in the heat of all this in the choice at 254.33. The big newsmaker back to the Ukraine war is May corn at 7.52, up 97 cents on the week. Kirk, I know a lot of people are watching these markets and how they are reacting either positively or negatively to the Ukraine war, especially on the fertilizer side. I think we talked about that last week. But I know a lot of cattlemen are looking at the, the futures contracts and they're saying, how does this relate to if they're trying to buy bulls, if they're trying to sell bulls, if they're trying to buy heifers or sell heifers And markets so far have been very, very, very good. I know you've been watching them. You and I have talked off air quite a bit about you know buying bulls i said kirk did you get some bulls bought and, and there's some that you said well i wanted this and two i so what i'm going down is that that our immediate markets for livestock for cattle have been very very strong now obviously if this war continues it we're going to put some pressure on our meat market but of what we have in current inventory and this is where i want to go of what we have in current inventory can we maintain do you think a strong cash price going forward into the summer months because i know generally speaking you're fairly bullish in this cattle deal i'm, I'm definitely bullish uh, longer term for sure obviously the near term is is where the risk is uh, for example we know that a bunch of of uh, wheat cattle and, and animals on grass because of the drought has expanded you know from texas up through oklahoma and now touching in nebraska even those animals have been pulled ahead and put in the feedlot that all makes sense unless you have corn sitting at seven and a half bucks. That kind of throws a monkey wrench in that. So we don't know how the Ukraine war is going to play out. When will we have a conclusion with the war? I'm fairly comfortable with, and what we see over and over again, is that parabolic markets or markets that are going straight up always end in a mirror image of the way they went up. So when this plays out, I'm fairly confident, actually extremely confident, that the, the way down will look very similar to the way up. The hard part is picking where that begins is nearly impossible. So I do expect this corn thing to play out. Now, we are very well supported because of the drought and ending stocks and all that at higher prices than the normal, you know, say $4 average or whatever. So I'm not expecting corn to crash back to four, but I don't expect long-term that the corn market or the wheat market will be able to support these extremely high levels. Kirk, just a couple minutes ago, I was talking about buying bulls, and I was talking about buying and selling bred females for a very specific question, and that is, as you and I talked last fall, we said, hey, you might want to be thinking about your marketing programs if we go into the spring and we are lacking moisture. Well, lo and behold, here we are. A lot of us are going into another drought. Some of us are faced with we need to restock those females in which we sold last fall because we didn't have the feed. So talk to us a little bit of, of in terms of not necessarily strategy, but how we need to walk through these muddied waters because we have the Ukraine war that is causing markets to go all over the boards right now, and we've got what looks like another looming drought over the top of us. While we may have to restock those females, and as I reported last week, some of those bred females and bred cows, they're bringing bell ringing prices. I think in all complex problems, you got to break it down into segments. And, and I would break that question down into two, uh, one being a market question and two being a, a weather or moisture question. Uh, as far as the market goes, 
we know that the cattle herd is in decline. I can say with some degree of confidence that that will continue uh, through this year, at least, if not more. And then you'll start to have heifer retention as we start to build, further decreasing the feedlot numbers. So I think the markets are fairly stable. Uh, even through the Ukraine situation, we're still seeing the deferred feeders in the high 70s and low 80s. So, so very well supported out there in the fall for these calves and yearlings. I think it's a safe bet that we'll see at least higher prices than last year to potentially, you know, significantly higher prices, assuming corn trades back off of these extreme, extremely high levels, which I also think is a fairly safe bet at some point in the future. Now, the some point in the future is where it gets very difficult. To wrap it up, it's a safe assumption that, that prices will be higher. Um, and that kind of answers that part of the question. The second part of the question is weather, and that's the tough one. I'm I'm a shoot for the middle guy in those in those scenarios. Um, if you're extremely short, I think you probably do have to go out there and invest in restocking to some degree. I don't know that I go out and invest to restock up to 100%. Right, right. I don't have a lot of good answers for the weather problem, but I also don't think you can manage assuming the world's going to come to an end. <laughs> right, right. We don't need to be playing those songs yet. Now, as we go forward, at least in in my opinion, I think that we need to be very transparent with those people that, like yourself, Kirk, that are trying to assist us with our financial advisors, with our financial institutions, because when we are, we kind of get that snapshot in time of where we're at, take the emotion out of it, and try to make the best darn decision we can. I agree. I 100% agree, Tigger. Kirk Dunsbach with StoneX Financial Incorporated, changing things up just a little bit. As I said, I wanted to give a little bit more time and go down the rabbit hole just a tick more in regards to the markets, what's happening as we speak. Now, those of you that are new to the Ranch It Up crew and you have some questions or you, you don't quite know where to begin, this is what I can recommend for you is start subscribing to Kirk's newsletter. It's free. You just text cattle, the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777, and you'll start getting that email every single Sunday evening or Monday morning when Kirk gets that done, and he highlights a lot of the information. It goes a lot more in-depth than what him and I just talk about a few minutes here each and every weekend on the show. So with that, crew, stick around. We've got a lot more of this show coming up right after this. Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, Beck and I, as your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs, a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Punchy Yields by UPH on Facebook. Give them a like and follow, if you would, please. Handmade pullovers, very punchy and my favorite. Wild rugs, very punchy and my second favorite. They do some leather work, too. Punchy Yields by UPH. On Facebook. Punchy. Punchy. Very punchy. Before bull season gets wrapped up this spring, consider South Devon Bulls and Genetics to fit the needs of the commercial cattlemen. And the place to purchase those genetics is from DLCC Ranch, Saturday, April 16th at the ranch in Piers, Minnesota. DLCC is extremely committed to science and has been gathering whole herd information for over two decades. To learn how South Devon Genetics can benefit your operation, head to dlccranch.com. Before you purchase your next set of bulls or females, remember this. The seed stock business is about genetic improvement and customer service. Allied Genetic Resources understands this as well as anyone. Marty Ropp with Allied. That's our charges as seed stock producers is people look at us and you've got to make genetics that work better for us. 
we see that charge, we understand that charge, and we're going to use all the tools we can to get there. Allied Genetic Resources, where the mission is commercial customer success, period. Welcome back, everyone. Changing things up again this week on this outfit. I think that's all we do lately. I like change, though. <laughs> I'm one of the few people I know that likes change. No comment there. Is it because I can't make a decision? Again, Is no comment. Is it because comment. you try to get something done and I just keep talking? <laughs> I'm assuming you have some feeder cattle reports, bread heifers, pears. I got lots to go through. Is that what you're asking? I got a lot to go through yet today, yes. Well, then here, this is what I have for some upcoming bull sale dates. This one is coming up fast. Our friends in Manhattan, Montana, Monday, March 14th, Fettus Red Angus and Seabar T Red Angus at the ranch. Like I said, Manhattan, Montana, Saturday, March 19th, Red Hill Farms, Red Angus, Sim Angus, Charlay on the farm in Lafayette, Tennessee, heading to Butler, Missouri, Saturday, March 26th, Flying H Genetics. Sim Angus, Angus, Red Angus, Galve, Balancer, again at the ranch, Butler, Missouri. Tuesday and Wednesday, March 29th and 30th, Triple Sun Farms, Spring Heart of the Herd online sale. Brahmin and Brahmin influenced bulls and females bid online at cattleinmotion.com. Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd, Red Dock Farms, over 100 Santa Gertrudis and Gert influenced bulls. At the ranch in Bosque, New Mexico, Saturday, April 2nd, the XL Ranch, the Big Country Genetic Sale, Sim Angus and Sim Influenced Bulls, Cody, Wyoming. Lastly, Saturday, April 2nd, Circle S Ranch, Gelvey, Balancer, and Gelford Genetics. Tigger, is John going to be joining us on the show? I thought I saw something about that. Yeah, I had him. Uh, he's going to be on here in a couple weeks talking about their sale and the Gelford cattle that some people have had questions on so yeah that sale is coming up in canton kansas you are correct here's a sale report from keller's broken heart ranch we talked about them at the top of the show 112 bulls averaged 71.83 and 68 yearling heifers averaged 44.07 a sale top of 90,000. bieber red angus reports 234 yearling red angus bulls averaged 67.47 with a sale top of 185,000. You know, we put a lot of the Bieber red angus embryos in our cows years ago. I have to get my dad on the show. That would make a really interesting story. Sorry, I just had to throw that in. You're talking about Bieber's? Made me think of that. Here's one from Schiefelbein Farms. 359 bulls averaged 85.98 with a top-selling bull of 232,000. Holy <laughs> 37 registered Angus bred heifers averaged 64.75 with a sale top of 26,000. Lastly, Perez Cattle Company in New Mexico, 52 Hereford bulls averaged 6802. 37 Angus bulls averaged 54.45, and 66 commercial open heifers, those F1 females, averaged 13.01. Were those the, the baldies that I was inquiring about a few weeks ago? Yes, they were. Very good. Now, we can't go through everything. We mention that every week. We can't go through all of the all of the sales, of course, because there's so many of them. But if you would like us to talk about your sale and your sale reports, just fire them our direction. 707-726-2420 is the hotline. That's the phone number you can email. No one calls anymore these days. Everybody texts and messages. The email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com, and you can hunt us down on social media, which is perfectly okay as well. Hey, guys. Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com. 
thanks to everyone that bid and bought on the March 2nd auction. Uh, the next big sale coming up is going to be our March 23rd sheep and goat online auction. Bidding on that sale will open on March 16th. Now, that's commercial sheep and goats as well as show stock. Um, it's not just sheep on that sale right now. There's lots of hay. Right now, there's 37 lots and over 700 bales on that sale. It's mostly large squares right now, and that's the alfalfa, alfalfa grass mix type stuff. Um, quite a few large rounds coming in and uh, quite a bit of baleage, too. I'd expect the hay offerings to nearly double between now and sale day. Um, after that, the next featured online auction will be our April 6th spring show pig sale. Um, and there's going to be lots of hay on that sale, too. Um, all these sales, guys, are no reserve sales, so get in there and bid. Um, call with any questions or to list on any of them, 844 775 or go online to livestockmarket.com. Thanks, guys. I tell you what, that show pig deal has gotten very, very, very popular online. In fact, I even mentioned to Beck not long ago that we we're going to just visit casually a little bit about that. So, Mark, hey, thanks so much for the update. Appreciate it very, very much. Livestockmarket.com. Now, crew, before I turn you all loose, I do have a number of sale barn reports to go over for you. Superior Livestock Auction wrapping up Oklahoma City's video sale. Here's what I've got. Pairs coming in at $1,700. Their cows at $1,375. And then bred heifers in between $1,600 and $1,710. Now, again, lots of numbers to go through for you. Region 1, California, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington. Seven weight steers at $1.64. Eight and a quarter weight steers at $1.63, eight and a half weights at $1.43 to $1.55 and a half, and then nine weights at $1.65 to $1.69 and a half. On the heifers, 680 weights at $1.64, and then seven and a half weights at $1.54. Region 2, Montana, the Dakotas, Wyoming, Nebraska, Colorado, and Utah, six to 635 weight steers, $1.85 up to 206, 675 weight steers at $1.85, 7 to 710 weights at $1.73 and a half to $1.77, and then all the way up to 8 and a half to 890 weight steers at $1.52 to $1.63. On the heifer mates, 610 to 635 weights at $1.70 to $1.73, 6 and a half to 690 weights at $1.63 to $1.70, and then 740 weights at $1.63 to $1.64. Region 3 is Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana. Notice how the prices are strong and they're and they're similar kind of across the board. Five and a half to five eighty-five weight steers at a dollar eighty-five to two fourteen. Six to six and a quarter weight steers at a dollar sixty-one to a dollar sixty-four. Six and a half to six seventy-five weights at a dollar sixty-nine and a half up to a dollar ninety-five. On the heifer side, five ten to five forty weights at a dollar sixty-seven to a dollar seventy-eight and a half, and then six to six forty weights at a dollar fifty. Up to $1.59. Region 4 is Minnesota, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Wisconsin, and Illinois. That's what they are. 560 to 590 weight steers at $1.86 to $1.94. 6 to 635 weights at $1.72 to $1.90. And then 685 weight steers at $1.77 on the heifer side. Six and a half weights at $1.57 up to $1.75. And then seven and a half weight heifers up to seven seventy five weights at a dollar forty seven to a dollar sixty seven. Again, these reports that I'm going over, crew, all of these are available in much more detail online. I just want to kind of give you a recap of where we're at and what we're looking at. Strong demand 
Region 5 is Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. I'm going to call the seven and a half weights at $1.51. I'm going to call the nine weight steers at $1.39. On the heifer side, I'm going to call the five and a half weights at $1.59. On to Region 6, which is the Northeast, and Appalachian, the eight fifty weights. They're calling them $1.61. Moving on to Tri-County Livestock in New Summerfield, Texas, the five to six weight steers at $1.45 to $1.97. Six to seven weights at $1.35 to $1.61. For the heifer side, five to six weights at $1.15 to $1.54. Six to seven weights, $1.10 to $1.45. And on to pairs. This is where a lot of people are asking me about breeding cattle, so here's what I've got for you on their pairs. The range from $1,200 on the low side up to $1,850 on the high side. Speaking of pairs in Manhattan, Kansas, first calf heifers going from $1,550 up to $1,950 on strong demand. And then I'm going to wrap up with Salina, Utah, the Producers Livestock Marketing Association. There, seven to eight weight steers at $1.39 to $1.63. Eight to nine weight steers at $1.37 to $1.51. Nine weight up to 1,000 weight steers at $1.41.5 to $1.44. The heifer side, and here's where we're going to wrap it and roll it out. Six to seven weights at a dollar thirty-three to a dollar sixty-three and a half. Seven to eight weight heifers in Utah, a dollar twenty-eight to a dollar forty-six, and then eight to nine weights at a dollar twenty to a dollar forty-eight and a half. Crew, if there is a sale barn or a particular kind of female you want me to look up, bred heifers, cows, you want me to get a particular class for y'all, just send me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Text me at seven oh seven seven two six. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, everyone. A lot of information to go through with you for today. A lot of numbers. A big thanks to my crew, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com. Kirk Donsbach for the recap and diving in the weeds, going down the rabbit hole just a little bit more. And questions, by the way, you can start by getting the newsletter from Kirk by texting CATTLE, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. And, of course, she runs the show, the boss lady Beck. A big thanks to our partners, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, Bettis Red Angus and Seabar T Red Angus, Circle S Ranch, DLCC Ranch, Punchy Yields by UPH, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH20. Spread the good word and join us again where it's always ticker approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs> <laughs>